1: Welcome to the Bradley Wiggins show by Eurosport, brought to you by Zwift. Explore, train and compete on the cycling app where fun is fast. I'm Graham Wilgos, talking stage 14 of the Tour de France with Sir Bradley Wiggins. And Brad, we're in the van, we've gone mobile. We, I could have come and done it in the back with you. You could have done, but it's a very <laughs> odd format. With you sat in the front, next to Podcast Pete. <laughs>
0: no, That's right. I like we're, sitting my back to Graham.
1: We're doing our best to get out. Of uh, possibly the worst restaurant any of us have ever eaten in. <laughs> it was
0: disgusting.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> we will move on very, very quickly. Today's stage, Brad, ended in Quien in the foothills of the Pyrenees. Getting out of there proved quite difficult,
0: didn't it? It did. We ended up on a dirt track, didn't
1: we? <laughs> um, 30% gradients going...
0: Handbrake turning the van.
1: <laughs> Yeah, it was a bit of a roller coaster getting out of there. So, very pleased to be just north of Perpignan, where we are now on our way to the start. Tomorrow's stage, on today then, Bauke Mollimer. We saw him climb to victory, uh, soloing off the breakaway. A lone attack, he went 40 kilometers out. He went a long way to do it, a long way to win it.
0: Real, as Rob Hatch called it on comms, real swashbuckling stuff. Yeah, Bauke has been, I mean, it seems like he's been racing forever. Which he has, I suppose. I mean, he's been racing certainly since I remember him at the Vuelta in 2011. Mm. I think he got fourth there when I was second, and he's he's had a lot more success since he's given up his aspirations of GC riding. Um, he's won San Sebastian as an E, of course, and a couple of other big state big races, and um, t- he's won a stage in the Vuelta. Won, um, won a stage in the Tour a couple of years ago, 2017. Yeah. We saw him last yeah. win, and now and today. But that was the most impressive one I've seen, the race I've seen him win, because obviously I was. I was still there on the motorbike when he went, and he he had a lot of work to do still when he did that, and I was surprised there wasn't more attacks from behind to try and get him back, actually, but um, he was clearly the strongest, and um, that was a very, very impressive solo ride. It felt like a very Balcomolima type of stage to me today. Yeah, I mean, being there in the break, I was there behind for a long time in the peloton, and it was there was so many tired legs today i think a lot of people have really spent now this tour because the race has just been frantic and the first two hours today were run off 100 kilometers in the first two hours yeah another incredibly quick start wasn't it yeah. the, the brake took nearly 100 kilometers to even form in the
1: first place
0: yeah well it stopped for a bit and then um then it started up again and the gap came right down again and then it reformed and uae weren't really doing UA you were happy for it to sort of keep racing really, and there was some criticism as to why they wouldn't take control of it but having seen Pogacar's comments after the finish today um, it kind of makes sense actually, I thought he had a really good point, what he meant about now other teams have got to take up the riding because um, obviously that Frenchman Guillaume martin so. is in second now overall, and that's uh, put pressure on Ineos from their point of view, put pressure on education first from Uran's point of view and uh, I think it's it's thrown the cat amongst the pigeons really and, and it was either a tactical coup or they bluffed it one or the other Just to
1: give you Tadej Pogacar's quote in full so he said that after today's stage when we saw UAE sort of quite happy for the for the break to go in the end and, and just sort of control the pack uh, we saw Mark Hershey riding on the front which is unusual for him on a, on a stage of the race where you might have expected him to go go for a solo win if, yeah. it, if, it, if it was last year's tour
0: well yeah it was definitely made for Hershey that kind of course wasn't it but I think that's a change of role now they need to, all hands on deck when it comes to UAE and the, it shows you the difference in um, in w- what riding for GC does and how it really eliminates and takes out your big players really for those individual stage wins and that's what M- Mollimer capitalised on today is that he's not A they haven't got a GC guy like they did last year with Richie Balca was not riding GC anymore um, so he's able to get up there and win stages like that, and they, they have Trek haven't won a stage in the Tour for a, quite a few years now. I think, I think their last stage win was um, when was it? I think it was back in Radio Shack's days, actually. Oh no, sorry. I think it was yeah, it was um, John Denkhalob. Denkhalob, yeah. Roubaix stage, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, just outside the the Velodrome it finished. Yeah. It?
0: So that Pagaccia
1: quote, he said, "I've checked the Andorra stage." so he's talking about tomorrow's race it's going to be hard for sure but I have good feelings coming into tomorrow I will ride defensively because my first goal is to defend yellow Mm. but if an opportunity comes I will try to grab it I wasn't really concerned about Guillaume Martin being in the break he means four minutes is still a good gap which is what he has on GC a good gap for me, on him. Now it's other teams who need to chase him, and that is going to be
0: very useful in the coming days. Yeah, so they're going to use other teams to chase him, and, and the big one is, you know, when I talk about them eliminating individual athletes from from it riding GC. I mean, look at look at Ineos. You know, they've they've Teo's Teo's like you know from from his as a Giro winner. You know, it would have been great to see him up the up the road in a break like that and try and win a stage or G. But they're having to. Um, they're really having to sort of all hands on deck when it comes to to working for Carapace but
1: yeah what did you make of Ineos today so you might have heard in the background there as well we should say um the sat nav just letting podcast Pete know where we're going and and there might be one or two hazards
0: ahead I mean yeah what do I make of Ineos I don't know really I mean it I'm not sure how they're going to approach this last week the thing I would say is coming out of the tour if they finish third in the tour is that It doesn't really mean much for Ineos, does it, after their success and what they've achieved over the years? I'd like to see them go all out to try and win the race. But what is all out against Pogacar, because he's he's immensely strong at the moment. They're running out of time as well. Yeah, I mean, I probably selfishly just want to see someone like G and Teo and those guys up the road and trying to get into a break and win a stage like Kwiatowski, like they did last year. You know, where Karapas and Kwiatowski went away? Yeah. But it'll be nice to see them get something out of the race, because I don't think third place for them is not i don't think that's i don't think that's success for them we saw
1: gabriel rash um promise before the tour that it was going to be a return to the the Ineos or sky days of old where we were going to see a mountain train and, and sky sorry Ineos, um take the race on and and, yeah. and drive at the front and use their numbers to, um, that, to to better effect but that's that's almost the opposite has happened we've yeah. not seen that at all Yeah. Um, and the, the numbers that they went in with uh, I mean they're, they're, they're down to they're down to one arguably with the gap between Carapaz and, and Pogaccia
0: too much now isn't it
1: 5.33 yeah with with three mountain stages plus the time trial to go to, to make up that deficit it, I mean it's looking unrealistic isn't it yeah I
0: mean there's, I don't think anyone's going to catch him unless he has a really really bad day and you know he seems pretty confident at the moment and um you just can't see it happening, can you? But anything can happen in the Tour, but, you know, I wouldn't underestimate Ineos until we get to the end in Paris. You know, they'll they'll try something, I guess, but their numbers are limited by G being hit and miss because of his injuries. Mm. Um, and obviously, Teo and those guys have crashed as well. Richie's crashed. So they're not... It's unpredictable from the point of view of them being able to have a full squad firing because of injuries, whereas if they were all fully fit you know, they probably would have lived up to the promise of Gabriel Rash. So you, you were kind of judging him on um, a weakened squad through the injuries and crashes they've sustained. Would you have wanted to see more from EF today? Education
1: first, because so Guillaume martin I'll give you the full GC. Well, the, the one to five on GC, I should say. Pogacar, then Guillaume martin Sorry, Guillaume martin who's, who's shot from nine and a half minutes to uh, second place four minutes and four then we've got Rigoberto around at 5.18 then Jonas Vingergaard, Yumbo Fismas man at 5.32, Carapaz one second behind him, EF a bit like Ineos perhaps today missed a trick by not sending someone up the roads to to reel in Guillaume martin Yeah
0: I mean I think it was just it wasn't the brake was just frantic like I say race for 100k so it wasn't as easy as just placing someone in there but you know Once 13 riders got away, it's very difficult to reel them in. And I think everyone was a bit knackered by then. And when we went up the first climb, there must have been 70 riders out the back. Mm. And they were all in ones and twos. There was no real formation. And it was brutal. We came, I came through the pack on that motorbike at that point from Cavs group right to the front. And there was a lot of tired bodies going up that climb. And that was the first climb of the day.
1: We saw Sergio Higuita and Patrick Conrad um, fight it out for second and third. Um, then De Kerning, Quick Steps, Matteo uh, Catania, then Michael Woods yeah. in, in at, f- at, at five today. His consolation prize, though, is the polka dot jersey.
0: Yeah, well, he did a great ride, didn't he? Um, he was instig- He was there all day, really. You know, trying pushing and pushing so much. He had a crash on one of the descents. Got back up and got back in swiftly, and I think he got his just reward. So um, good on him.
1: We've seen him up there a lot. In the in the previous mountain stages, he's he's looking for that stage win for uh, Israel Startup Nation.
0: Yeah, Israel have been brilliant actually. I think this race they've been really um,
1: animating the race.
0: Yeah, I mean from Greipel the other day to what's his name in the break yesterday, Omar Omar Goldstein. Yeah, Omar Goldstein. Yeah, and then um, Michael Woods today up there today. Yeah, so it was um, you know they've been very they've they've been I think for their first Tour de France. It is their first Tour de France, isn't it? Uh, their second Tour de France, of course, and um, I think they've been really animated this race. I think they've been, they've done themselves justice, and I think they'll deserve a stage win at some point if that, if that comes indeed comes. So, um, you know, and Chris Froome as well. I heard on the race radio a lot today when through the start he was really up there on the front line trying to get into a break as well. So it's good to see him coming back into some great you know, seat, finding yeah. his legs a little bit, and I think you know, it'd be nice to see him in the third week.
1: Brad, we're sponsored by Zwift, the cycling app where fun is fast, but also unlocks performance. I'm a big fan getting on there with the boys, David and Stephen, as you know. Yeah. I've been exploring a few of the training plans. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Well, training plans on Zwift help you improve every single time. I'm currently on board with G's training plan. Garrett Thomas, fun is flying uphill. I bet that's a tough one. It's not easy. This workout focuses on improving your muscular endurance, a pillar of any great time trialist like you, Brad, mountain climber, or stage racer, to help you deal with hard surges and improve your ability to fly uphill. That's quite good, Graham. Is that, and do you find it's helping you improve? Helps you improve just because it's so easy to use. And if you want to find out just how simple that is, there's a special offer: a seven-day free trial. Find out more. Download the app today. Right, can we talk about Mark Cavendish? I think we have to, don't we? Um, yeah. The day after his yeah. matching Eddie Merckx's record with 34 stage <laughs> wins. Le Keep's headline this morning. Yeah. Le, Le Cannibal du Sprint. Yes. Uh, lovely way to sum it up.
0: Yeah, I think it's a, just a nice comparison, isn't it? Um, it's a good way of sort of segregating the two, really. And Eddie's the greatest of all time and Mark's the greatest sprinter of all time. And I think that's... Um, It's just uh, they did it well, actually, to keep for once. We were speculating over how
1: close he might come to the time cut today. Came in just over twenty-five minutes down. The cut-off was forty-eight, so well within it. Well within it, yeah.
0: He looked good today, cav Yeah, he he did. When he he was, was... I mean, it was it was trying hard, but everyone was, Mm. Um, and he was ahead of most on the road. Um, the one who really struggled today was Buhani but I think he came in, I saw him at the end come in I think yeah. he was well within the time, they got dropped very very early with Tim de Klerk mm. so um, it was good to see Tim de Klerk get through as well mm. Cav had a lot of troops around him
1: so Alaphilippe was up the road, uh, we saw him have one or two digs um, Michael Morkov, Tim de Klerk Dries Stevens, and Davide Ballerini all shepherded Cav across the line we also, also saw Dries Stevens sweep up a few of the sprint points real team effort going for the green jersey
0: yeah we saw Michael Matthews take a handful of points back on the intermediate sprint but um, he's still quite a way off Cav and I think the team fully believe in in Cav now that they can win that green jersey and that's becoming a really realistic realistic ambition now
1: let's talk about tomorrow Brad stage 15 190. 1.3 1.3 kilometres into Andorra, backloaded with three Cat 1 climbs and a Cat 2 climb in the final 120 kilometres. Uh, it really stacks up. Apart from Tadej Pogacar, we're looking at the, GC- the real GC men to come to the fore tomorrow aren't we?
0: Yeah, well is there any GC men here? I mean, we I, I keep trying to big it up every day and talk about it but it's just changing every day. Last week we had that Ben bloke up there Ben O'Connor, yeah. Um, yeah, we got to keep going about Carapaz. I mean... Brad, are we looking at seeing fireworks from Pogaccio tomorrow? Um, I think he might actually have another go, yeah. Especially before the rest day. I mean, he said, he said he's going to ride defensively, but to me that yeah, says, but, you
1: know, like, look out, I'm I'm coming for yeah, you. Yeah,
0: I think he'll just see it on the road, really. If, there, if there's um, a few people struggling or whatever, and he sees that opportunity like he did in Tien, I think he'll go again. You know, if if he's got the good legs, I think he'll go again and and, and put more time into him. Big day, serious altitude. Fair to say we're looking
1: forward to it. That's it for this episode of the Bradley Wiggins Show by Eurosport, brought to you by Zwift. Find your fun on a cycling app where fun is fast. Thanks, Brad. Thank you. Thanks also to our producer and chauffeur, Pete Burton. You can follow Eurosport on Twitter at Eurosport underscore UK. Plus, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram download subscribe wherever you get your podcasts
0: selling a little or a lot